previously on Quest Friends. The shield keeps some things out. Mostly, we used it to keep dangerous weather from affecting the buildings and people inside. Is there, is there any way to incorporate Red's blessing somehow into this shield? Somehow? I don't know. Yes, yes, you definitely could create something to sever the connection. The generator is... It, it won't work forever. You need an army protecting this place while you're gone. Alright, alright, let's get back on track. I'm I'm the lieutenant for the foreseeable future. Because I because You are your own hero, Ness, and I know you can do really great things. What you got there? The the, the Mauve Mako pins, they should help us stay in touch with everyone else. Because each group no. has their own lieutenant. It just flips over, no. further catapulting you, and you kind of skid across the ground a little bit. You hear a little tinkling of glass, because inside of this jar is one of the discontinued glass spiders you saw. And that's when the generator explodes. Oh! Everyone take one XP for this GM intrusion. <gasps> XP, 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 XP. Ooh, one XP. It's mine. So about a turn or two ago, I described Treddy throwing Ness and there being a little tinkling of glass. And that's because as Ness skidded on the ground, he knocked into the glass jar holding the little Apocrita spider. Oh. While Ness and Treddy fought, the spider climbed its way up the big, big stepladder steps. The spider made its way inside of the fully functioning generator, pulled a thing or two, and in a colorful explosion of multicolor light, the generator exploded. I need you to roll defense, Allie. Pretty upset. I've been upset several times, and here I am again. It's gonna be a seven. You take 10 damage. Ow! Jesus! Okay, Ness is down to zero in two pools. What? Because I used so much effort. And I need everyone else, including Ness, to roll a defense of your choice. Oh, okay. What do you mean a defense of my choice? It can be intellect, it can be speed, it can be might. Oh, okay. Because the idea is you have more points to spend for effort if you want in other pools. And you can pick which effort. Yeah, I'm going to spend one effort in an intellect. I'm going to spend three effort in might. I'm going to spend no effort and roll might. Let's see. It's a 10. I got a 16. But I didn't think to spend effort. What did you get, Arif? A two. God, oh, no. no. Arif is dead. What did you get, Olivia? I got an 11, but I used three effort in might. And Ness, what did you roll? Well, that one's a 17, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. So quite a few things happen at once, probably over the course of 10 seconds. But it feels about as long as it's going to take me to describe it. The generator explodes in a light explosion that levels all of the soldiers around you, including the Treddy. Ness is knocked to the ground with the explosion, and Sarah is launched off of the elevator directly next to it. But that's not the concerning part. As the light of the explosion fades, 
you notice that there isn't much light left at all as the barrier protecting the wheel slowly starts to disintegrate, allowing hundreds of thousands of spiders to start pouring into the wheel. Hanalor, you are able to dodge them with the help of Jimmy in the car. Ig Vespari pulls up a quick barrier to kind of umbrella you and shelter you. And Ness, the explosion around you is still leaving residual effects from Red's Blessing, preventing things from living around you, obsidian soldiers. However, Aerith, with nothing to protect you, a spider gets on you oh God. and buries its way in. And Alex, what the fuck? Standing by the door, you aren't able to notice as spiders start to creep out from under it, and one gets under you and bites you as well. Oh my god! Oh no! From this point on, for every spider that bites you, every single action you take is going to be one step part. Oh boy! Okay. But you aren't the only ones in this fight, are you? Oh no! Kyle, if you kill my daughter, <laughs> this is cra- this is crazy. There are chest high barriers, Kyle. I mean, I have like seven daughters here, but if you kill my daughter, you're acting like the chest high barriers weren't even built. <laughs> Tom explicitly asked for the chest high barriers. Do they mean nothing to you? <laughs> At least one of them could have like a ceiling feature. Ig, you hear a oh! As Rock Ryan, who is too focused on the fossils to respond, gets <gasps> bitten by one of the spiders. Aerith, you see as Jesse instinctually turns themselves around to protect Everett from the cloud and gets one buried in their neck. Hanalore, no! you can hear from the inside of Tommy Fumbluck float. Hey, Viv, what's going on? Is everything all right? Of course everything, ah! As Viv gets bitten by one of the spiders. And Ness, you see as Chitters flies to the sky <gasps> to get to Sarah and just gets downed on the ground as no, one of the no, spiders no, no, gets no, him no, as well. No, no, You're a monster. No, not Chitters. I didn't know Chitters Why was would you ch- like this? Why would you do this? You're a monster. Chitters. I didn't know Chitters was, he was on the chopping block. That doesn't even make sense. No. Did you just pick the people that we love? <laughs> Viv, I don't have a strong connection to, but... I'm really upset about Chitters. So we're going to change things from this point on. We played loose with rounds. We're going back to one action per round from each of you. Because at the end of each round, the spiders will get to move again. (laughs) Every time you will have to roll a level five roll to avoid being bitten. Although for Aerith and Alex, that is now a level six roll. Mm -hmm. In addition, I will roll a d10. And for whatever number I rolled, this time it was four, that number of NPCs based on a randomizer are going to be hit. Oh no. When Shock was bitten by a single spider, he was able to last about two days before he got consumed. And you think that the quest friends, if they're able to stop the Apocrypha, will be able to stop the effects of this. However, you have no idea how quickly someone will get consumed if more than one spider gets them. This is not okay. No, it isn't okay. I was a mm, pretty upset. Arif, it is your turn. 
Why would you do this to me? Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to do this. You don't have an action yet. Uh-huh. You, there's nothing Great. much you can do uh, yet. Yeah. But how do you respond to this? Well, I'm definitely tapping my mic. And I did see Jesse get bit. Yeah. So I once again will defer to Don. Don, Jesse and I have been compromised and we need to evacuate now. They're coming. And I don't know how much longer I can last. Get everyone out as quickly as you can. I'll give you all the time you need, kid. Ten minutes. <laughs> Sorry, asking too much, right? I I don't think we're gonna last ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god. So you you run, hmm? and I need you to roll me two speed defense. God. Two rolls. Two rolls of speed defense. Oh my gosh. Hey. I have a really quick question for the sake of all of us. Can we do an immediate recovery? Uh, that takes one action. I will let you all take one action as a sign of mercy. <laughs> so everyone, roll a d6 and add that plus three oh, okay. to your pools. Thank the lord. Oh, I got six. I got a six. Yay. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Praise oh, be. Oh, five. Okay. My might is back up to full. I experienced no consequences. <laughs> Apology accepted <laughs> once again. I assume my 54 points are sterling once more. Well, actually, mm, can I can I actually not roll it yet? Because I actually don't. I am not that low on anything. So that might be a mistake. <laughs> can you. I like, save it for later? <laughs> As a treat. All right, Cassidy. Yeah, I have nothing to do, so can I use my XP to succeed in one or both of those speed rolls? You need two uh, XP to succeed. One XP just counts as free effort. Balls. Can I give her mine? Yeah, if you want to exchange XP, I will let it happen. Okay, it's yours, man. Okay, I'll use an XP to succeed one speed roll. (laughs) Or both if you have mercy. (laughs) No roll for the other one. Yeah, I'll spend one effort since it'll only cost me one speed. I can afford that right now. You can do it. You can do it. Speed roll defense. 18. Okay. okay. With one effort. Woo! We're good. (laughs) You start running. Probably to grab, I'm assuming, Jesse and get out with them. Yep. And as you start running, the pool of glass, which is very wide at this point of Mauve and all the other soldiers, starts to congeal together and a Mauve rises in front of you. As it does. But this time you're ready and you jump out of the way as she stabs. But you hear Don say, watch out! And you notice behind you another Obsidian Mauve, a shadow of her almost stabs at you as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So phase two of Mauve is that there are two of her and she's no longer running around. There's this pool of glass and she can just, just move wherever she wants. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, she both of them submerge back into the glass. Gotcha. You have one action you can take. I have one action I can take. Ooh. You're all hale and hearty now. Totally. Yeah. Definitely not at half my might. But you have, you have, you have enough might to have a shadow? I do have enough might to have a shadow. Can it take all the hits? It has 15 health. Can it take the other spiders? Can you wear it like a body morph suit? <laughs> I probably could. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to summon my duplicate. Okay. It's predictable as you can get, but... You run, and the duplicate emerges behind you, running. I need it. Just as fiercely. Yep. Alex, how do you respond to getting bitten by a spider? 
Okay, well, so at first she's just like standing all cockily, like, oh yeah, we got this. And then like she feels a bite and then realizes like, oh, don't fucked up. But that's just like a momentary, like she opened her eyes wide, like, oh no. But then she knows that like she can't panic because she's the leader of this team. And if she panics, everybody can panic as she knows in other war situations she has been in. And so instead she's just gonna be like, all right, all right, we 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 got this. We're we're winning here. Our defenses are great. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win. And then I'm going to use this enabler called Rally on Me, where if you're brave in the face of adversity and requires an assurance that once defenses are sound, you are a creature within short range, gains an asset to one defense roll when it the next round. It costs two intellect points. But for each additional intellect point, you can provide an asset to one additional creature. And I want to spend at least five. So like one for me, because I cost two for me. And then for three other NPCs, whichever are like near her like field of vision that she just like makes eye contact with them and be like, all right, we got this. We like just to like keep them not scared about, about this so that maybe they will be braver. I will give it to Adrian, Cecilos, and CK. All right. Because I feel like those three see the most action. Okay, sounds good. And while you're giving that speech and everyone's like, yeah, I feel pretty confident, you hear it again. But louder. And louder. She's gonna, like, increase her speech, her tone of voice to kind of drown that sound. And then if there's spiders coming in, she's gonna tell people, like, all right, this is how we practice. This is what the airplanes are for. And then just, like, start firing them if there's any spiders that seem to be close to the vicinity. CK pulls out six and is like, absolutely. What spiders, though? And you see that the spiders have disappeared, have faded back. And instead, the glass of the Obsidian soldiers, the ones from Obsidian Bay you defeated, are sliding out through the door instead. And as they keep sliding, the knocking gets louder and louder. And as the last shard of glass slides through, you hear a... As a giant Obsidian hand breaks through the door on your right, breaks through the door on the left, and you hear the creaking of the metal as the door is not pushed forward against you, but instead is pulled off of its hinges backwards. You turn around to see it. You notice the shards going up what used to be Marv's body, and they seem to be shaking a little bit. This is less secure. It looks less like the image of someone who's in the cloud, but instead the memory of someone else. It doesn't seem as stable, but that only makes it all the more horrifying. As it climbs up and it makes a gauntlet on one hand, a gauntlet on the other, and you see a horned helmet appear at the top, emblazoned with the initials of the only person who knew Dornox well enough to pull that off. No! Ah! A T and a J. Oh my god, I was wondering. Oh no! I need you to roll intellect defense. Oh no! Okay, I want to spend one level of effort on this because I have one edge. All right, so it balances it out. Just one. I rolled a seven. <sighs> this weird shape-shifting thing. It's not shape-shifting, but this weird pulsating thing. Illuminated by just the torrent of spiders around it, which obscures it, making it even all the more terrifying. Fills you with absolute dread. Oh, no. 
It doesn't affect you, but anytime you fail this fear roll, all of his stats increase tenfold. Oh my god, what? Why are you doing this? I will let you make an action. I think he has made his action for this turn. Oh, okay. Well, she's still gonna pretend that everything is fine. She's she's gonna she's gonna try to pretend as much as she can that she doesn't care that she's just not intimidated oh by this man. It's it's fine. Like Madeline wouldn't like her to look scared at this thing, and so she's just gonna try and. I don't know how much ammo I have because we never discussed this, but maybe a point-blank shot with my <laughs> tool gun into him. Maybe that will do something. Yeah, give me a roll. Give me a roll for a point-blank shot. You shot him in the side. Yes, he yields. Yes, he yields. <laughs> Except no, because I rolled a one. <gasps> no! <laughs> he was three feet in front of you. How could you miss? Is this where it gets me? You reach out to pull at the figure. It's just like shaking, like she's pretending that nothing is, is bad, but she's just like shaking. And the figure grabs your gun, and we just hear a shearing of metal as the gun is crumpled no. into a tiny metal ball. Oh, fine. Hanalore, you are on the beach. <laughs> Jimmy is trying to race back and forth. I assume you put up protections for the Red Mary. Just like, put the hood back on. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm just going to close it up, forming a barrier so that we're, we're still a boat, but it's like a, a solid top boat. Okay, and right now you are not protected by that. You are still in Jimmy's convertible. Okay, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. There, there, there. And I'm going to signal to Viv and anyone else who is not in a closed apparatus to, to all aboard. All right. Everyone starts racing towards that. Viv and baby Jason actually don't because they are in the Tommy Funbuck float, which is enclosed. It just happened to get through a little slit in the top. Okay. Can I get to them? Uh, yeah. And you, you're, you're driving towards them, but suddenly the float stops and you notice glass wrapping around it, starting to form no, fist no, 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 around the giant leg of this float. No, 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 no. Give me in there. Give me in there, Jimmy. Because as I mentioned at the beginning of last session, when you were inside of the wheel, you couldn't connect to the cloud. But there's nothing stopping that from happening now. So all of the soldiers that had fallen on the ground, all of their glass starts to congeal. And what I can only call a kaiju-sized Sue Strongarm, multiple stories tall, raises from the sea. Her level is six, her armor is unknown, her health is unknown, and her damage is she kills cards. <laughs> <clears throat> That's fine. Okay, so did you say that it was consuming the float? Uh, it wasn't consuming the float. It was just a big fist had grabbed it. Okay. And now it's let go as the fist kind of used the float to pull up the body of Sue. But now this giant three-story tall Sue is just standing there. I can get to the float, though. Yes. Okay. Jimmy, go to the Red Mary. Just drop me off here. <laughs> Corner's fine. And I gotta go in there. I gotta get the spider thing out of Viv. Okay. So Jimmy drops you off on the beach right next to the leg. Five stars. And this float, mind you, is about two stories tall. So you want to start climbing up it? I do. And I am so good at climbing. I'm so <laughs> good at climbing. It's the only thing I know that I know how to do. I do it. Give me a roll. I'm going to say this is a level four difficulty. 
Okay, um, I think that I do something where I put the level down lower when it is climbing. Yeah, I'm trained in climbing. Okay, yeah, it's one level, so it'll be level three. So you have to roll a nine or higher. <sighs> okay. I got a nine! <laughs> Sick! Sea is spraying. <sighs> you start climbing your way up, and you hear Viv and Baby Jason saying... Hey, what are you doing climbing up the float? It's dangerous here. I put my wrench in my mouth to climb up. <laughs> and then I'm going to point to Viv, and I'm going to be like, we're going to get that bug out of your arm, and we're going to crash that kaiju. <laughs> it's around your wrench. <laughs> my mouth. And I say it as I like, <sighs> All right. Ig. It's not that bad for you because as Vespari keeps his shield up, he's put a kind of barrier up with the silver metal. Sonny and Myroff from the Ring of Power right next to you are like, is everyone all right? Is everything okay? I'll live. Rockrind says, nursing his wound more than he normally does. Ooh, if we all get inside, we can potentially make an ice barrier to protect everyone. Everyone, please come in now. Does does everyone go? Do you go? Um, holding Vespari's hand and grabbing the hand of Rock Ryan, Ig is oh. going to try to pull them inside. Is that everyone? Yes, yes, I, I, I think everyone is in there. I... And Myra freezes for a moment because TJ isn't the only memory soldier that is there. As Myra and Sunny look, they can see the glass reassemble itself into a vague silhouetted shape, one that exists only from vague memories, but one that looks like them or how they used to be. The professor rises. Oh, weird. And what do you do in response? Ig is going to look at Sunny and Myra, because sometimes Ig notices things. Are you okay? No, 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 not, not, not again. No, not again. Never, never again. And you can see a beam of lightning start to emerge from the ring of power, and it shoots out at the professor. You know how every character is kind of an enhanced version of what came before? Mako protected himself and nullified against those attacks. But as any Persona player will tell you, the only thing worse than that is when they reflect the attack. (gasps) Oh, Jesus. The lightning wraps itself around the silhouette of the professor and launches itself back at Sunny and Myra, who are thrown to the far wall of the Ring of Power. Ness. Yeah. It's barren where you are. There aren't any soldiers. No one has risen yet. There's just the mist of the colorful explosion and the rain of the spiders. Don't like that. And while the soldiers aren't back up, the spiders are starting to move again. Okay. Ness does not like the spiders. He is not a fan of hordes of insects closing in on him. The spiders, are they automatically hostile? Would you consider that? Or are they just like, there? I mean, they do attack and bite people, so I would consider them automatically hostile, yes. Well. I'm sorry, I want to let you use that ability, but they are automatically hostile. I know, they I know. They are there to consume you. I didn't see that fine print when I, uh. They think they're your friend. You know what? I'm going to use encouragement. 
which, while I maintain this ability through ongoing inspiring oration, my allies within short range modified the difficulty of one of the following task types, defense, attack, or tasks related to any skill they are trained or specialized in. This is just a general, like, don't get bit by the spiders type of thing. That's what I want. So the next time you roll, I want the ones in my immediate vicinity who I'm talking to to be that much safer. Yeah, if anyone in your vicinity gets picked by the randomizer, I will then roll a d20 for a 50-50 chance of whether or not they get bitten. Okay. For my squad, then Ness is just going to like back up a little bit as much inside the circle of residual flame that he can that is protecting him for the time being. And they'll be like, hey, uh, Lieutenant Ness here. Lieutenant Ness, just checking it, just checking in on everybody. There are a lot of spiders and, um, Spiders are crushed really, really easily. You can just crush them, okay? Uh, is anybody around to do to do the crushing? Can, to do, you can do it. And it's just thinly veiled panic while he tries to get in touch with anybody and yell about how yeah. spiders can be deflected, almost as if he's trying to convince himself. And you hear some affirmations. You hear so he say, "Okay, I, I got it." And Cart goes, "Arrow, you hear one last thing before your turn ends. You hear Ray say, Ness, is Sarah with you? Is she all right? And I need everyone to roll defense again. Okay. Any defense, right? Any defense you want. It's going to be a level five roll for everyone except for Aerith and Alex, yeah. who it is a level six roll. I'm spending one level of effort. Same. I am also going to do that. Actually, I'm going to do two levels. I would like to spend a level of effort. Uh, I spent nothing and I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> Olivia, no! Oh, a 13, maybe, just maybe. Got a 14. I put in two levels of effort and I rolled a nine. I put in one effort, but I rolled a three. So are we all gonna be? Everyone except for Ness gets bitten by a spider. <gasps> Jesus Christ! That's cool. So Ig, Jesus Christ. everything is one step harder. Hanalore, everything is one step harder. Aerith and Alex, everything is now two steps harder. Yeah, that's fine. And there's no guarantee you'll make it. We don't know how long you'll make it now. Yep, that's fine. But in addition, eight NPCs. Eight? Oh, no. What? They better all be on my team. We're just all going down. I closed the cap, so they better <laughs> none be on my team. <laughs> I need the roll for any of the ones that are protected, so give me a second. What? Huh? I used encouragement to offer them an extra protection. I mean, I semi-did, but I don't know if that ended with my round. I'm about to be mad. This is what happens. All right, so I'm going to roll for Horus, and that's it. That's the only one that's got some protection. That's the only one that has protection? Everyone is inside. Everyone is all Everybody covered. Everybody else wasn't in those groups. Horus rolled a 12, so Horus is fine. My 14 with effort was not fine. You're also already bitten, maybe? robbed. I know. (laughs) You run to get to Jesse, Aerith, and so does everyone else, but you start seeing them drop like flies. Gabby, Everett, the blood barms all get hit. How? And Viola, trying to protect Everett, gets hit as well. Violet's a little tiny symbol robot. And at that point, you think, at least I've got Don. No. And Don racing towards you gets hit by a spider as well. Fuck off, man. Fuck off. And finally, in addition to all of those, two more people get hit. Oh, no. Fungi, who kind of got lost on his way back, gets hit by one of the spiders. He doesn't seem too upset by it, but he starts slowing down with his walk immediately afterwards. 
But Hanalor, as you get to the top of the float and are about to jump in, you see another spider beat you there. And Viv gets bitten again. Oh my gosh! I'm there. I'm there to help. Arif, it is your turn. It is. You have a pool of glass around you that you know is hiding two mobs. Yeah. And I believe everyone in your team except for Cubo has been bitten. June hasn't been bitten. June hasn't been bitten either. Nor has Centartar. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Buddy, I got more on my team. I got oh more. Oh my goodness. Most it's... of your team has been bitten. Mm, yeah. I am in despair. <laughs> So there's just a switch in Arif's head that flips from, like, survival to, okay, we're probably going to go down here, so let's go down fighting. And the bag of oddities was ripped open, correct? That Jesse had? Yes. Just a bunch of random oddities. Just a bunch of random oddities. That's perfect for being unpredictable. Um, (laughs) so Arif would like to try to draw fire by being predictable and use one of her intellect attacks called Coordinated Effort. When you and your duplicate would attack the same creature, you can choose to make one attack roll with an asset. If you hit, you inflict damage with both attacks and treat the attacks as if one attack for the purpose of subtracting armor from the damage. So we're going to strike at the pool of glass with a counterattack while she instructs her NPC army to pick up the oddities and use whatever they can as a weapon. Okay. Give me a roll to do the attack. Ah, uh, oh, six. You shoot psychic energy down, but it's just bouncing back at you. Yeah. But you do successfully get the attention. You see one mauve almost cockily rise in front of you, and the other rise behind you. And I need you to roll two speed defense. Yep. My God. Uh, there's a thirteen, and there's an eight. You get stabbed in the front and stabbed in the back, each for six points of damage. Jesus. So 12 damage total. No! (laughs) Five. Remember what we talked about, about how we don't kill the cookie crew because that's really sad and we don't want it to be (laughs) That's just like unnecessary, man. Just because we're just a force for good and positive relations across worlds and baking. Also, as a reminder, this would all be on Hopper's conscious hands. No, oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh, fuck that guy! Oh my fucking god! This would be Hopper's fault for bringing them! Oh! Classmate, why no. have you done this to me? <laughs> oh, no! No! Oh! Hopper can't live with these sins on his conscience. Guilt? I mean, he already froze the town in place. What's another one? He's gonna fucking fix it. No! Oh! Christ. I'm glad that our lives are bothering you so much, Hallie. Because everything that Hanalore has ever built is about to be sunk into the ocean by a kaiju monster. So. So everybody grab something from the bag and do something unpredictable. Of course, I, uh. And Don's trying to do it, but he can't. Everett is just stammering. But but she 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 wouldn't. She 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 she, she would never. Everett, Everett. <sighs> so only the three characters, Cubo June and the Centaur Tar, are able to actually do it. What about Gabby and the blood barbs. Gabby was uh, also hit. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Eighty-eight, thirty-one, fifty-eight, and then for your shadow, fifty-nine. 
What are the numbers for? The oddities. Oh, cool. So the uh, shadow trying to be helpful. My shadow isn't impaired, is it? Picks up a piece of extremely strong and thin cable and wraps it around the maw. Groot. Who strains against it as she tries to sink down into the ground. And eventually the head pops off. <gasps> oh, jeez. Tight. As the rest of it sinks back onto the earth, seemingly unharmed because all the glass is still there. Yeah. Cubo picks up a bell and throws it, and it causes thong, thong, this giant bell that ripples through the glass and seems to disorient it. The centaur tar picks up metallic pointed toe boots designed to fit a horse or a similar creature. This was random chance. What? Wow. That's incredible. And starts pranting over Maul and actually starts tearing up some of the glass and causing it to shatter. Good, good, good. It's all hooves. I was wondering how it picked them up, but... I guess it just slips right into them with its hooves. Is the centaur tar going to end up being the most useful <laughs> member of your party? <laughs> I hope so. Four pairs of hands. <laughs> and June picks up her item and she doesn't throw it for a second. She throws everything. You think it's her reflection because there's some rough buff lady on the other side. This is a small mirror that shows someone other than you when you gaze into it. And June has a little like confident nod she says... They're almost there. They've almost made it. Gotta do the best we can for Zoe. And she grabs it and slams it against the glass, doing one point of damage. It doesn't do a whole lot. I'll take anything at this point. <laughs> Alex. Oh boy. Oh my god. Before you do anything, roll me another int defense for intimidation. Okay, this is fine. I'm gonna spend one level of effort again. And that was a seven, so yeah. I'm back to my shitty rolls. Buffeted by the spiders, this thing is horrifying. It's nightmarish. This is, this is not war. This is something oddly personal. It's kind of obvious that she looks different from when the battle started. Like she's no longer writing in her notebook because she doesn't have the mental power to focus on that at the same time or to do speeches. So she's just like, okay, okay, so, um, Th that's fine. We we still can we still can make this work, everybody. S so we we should surround this um, the soldier and and attack it from from different fronts. Because if we do, if we do, then then there might be a chance that 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 we can we can defeat it. No, th there will be a chance because we we are we are a great team and we are gonna we're gonna win this, right? You you got that, boss. And CK's voice is absolutely wavering. Oh no, CK is also afraid. Stein isn't saying anything either. He's too afraid to speak. Oh god. Okay, and then she's gonna try and hit it. Uh, I don't know how like sturdy it is, because I'm trying to think if she can like knock it like off his feet, like so that he can like trip and then it's easier to hit. Yeah, you can do something to try to push and you can be aided by the NPCs. Okay, okay, so a Alex is gonna try and like push him from one side and then kind of she's gonna tell CK to like go from above and then yeah, maybe Einstein also and Joker to like push him from the front while CK goes from above and see like if multiple fronts is always a good strategy to try and crush this thing and then like kind of, I don't know. They all push. And Joper, who uh, looks even more muscular this time, but it's like 
they're inflating and deflating. He seems to be trying to do this to amp himself up, but is failing. And is in many ways looking less like Hopperscotch and more just like Joe can't decide what. But they go the push and give me a roll to push. Okay, all right. Okay. Let's do this. Okay, Let's you got it, bud. That's a 15. Maybe, maybe Woo! that's something. Maybe. Nightmare TJ is 10 times bigger than normal. You go to push, but this time he's the unmovable one. Oh, God. And he does seem bothered by something, though. CK is floating around him, and as if batting at a gnat, he eventually grabs CK. Oh, no! No! And there's a move that Marv was going to have called Arm Wrestle Me Marv. No! No! Where he slams the target into someone else. (gasps) causing six damage and dazing them and causing four damage to the other person. I need you to roll speed defense as he tries to slam CK into you. Oh, God. That's an 18. Oh, yes. I did it. Maybe. Oh, that's not nearly enough. (gasps) What? 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 Did I need to roll a 20? Oh, no, no, no. I'll be explicit here. His level is 10. Oh, God. And everything is two steps harder for you. So that would be a 12. So you would have needed to roll a 36. Jesus, what? Fuck off. CK slams into you, clipping his wings as he scutters to the ground and causing four points of damage to you. Okay. Hanalore, you've made it to the top of the Tommy Funbuck float. Truly, I am at the top of the world looking down at creation. (laughs) Salad Raptor wait. <laughs> Hi, Salad Raptor. So <laughs> he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. No, no, no. He's just opened up a porthole. <laughs> He's lost an arm. Oh shit! Salad Raptor wasn't on the list. Let me add Salad Raptor to the list of NPCs. <laughs> no, why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. Salad Raptor can't be bit. Salad is a machine. <laughs> it's a machine. And he's inside of the closed Red Mary. Kyle, you're not even making sense when you're talking right now. Spiders don't like salad, so it's. <laughs> Do we need to pause? I think we broke Callie. Oh my God. (laughs) So you're looking inside. The boat is over there. And I believe I may have cut this. You wanted to put it underwater, right? Uh, Yes. Can I just like ask the Red Mary to submerge as like a free action? Yeah. So you see the Red Mary submerge and you're able to pull up the top hat of the float and you can see inside. And normally you would be distracted by just how gaudy it is. So much like weird. It's not my taste. Colorful stuff. Stuff on the inside, a motivational poster that's like keep in there, but it's just Tommy Funbuck doing his finger guns and it just says swag and nothing else. <laughs> but you're too disoriented by the bite. Yeah, you're too disoriented by baby Jason, who seems to be pushing against a Viv that's still awake, but uh, Oh come on, Viv, come on! Silly girl Viv, come on! And she just uh, silly baby boy. And she's just kind of okay. rolling back and forth, still conscious but not able to do anything. Thank you for giving me clarity of what I needed to do in this moment. I considered powering up the float so that it would gut check the kaiju monster, but instead I am going to try to get these spiders out of Viv. How are you gonna try to get them out? I have a bunch of tools on me. Are they like raised in her skin, like from the mummy? Yeah, there are little bumps there. Okay, I'm going to put a a leather belt (laughs) in her mouth. Look away, baby Jason. Look away. I'm pulling the top hat down so that we're in safe comfort. 
And then I'm just going to try to cut them out of her. Give me a roll. Okay. I want, I want effort. Effort, please. I will take it from my intellect. And so I'm minusing three from intellect. Does that sound right to everybody? For one effort, yeah. Okay. I'm nailing this. And that will bring it back to normal because everything is normally one step harder for you. <sighs> and I will say this is a level six roll, so you have to get 18 or higher. Okay. I'm going to add another level of effort then. I got a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, I got a natural 20. I got a natural 20. <laughs> Describe how you get them out. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, just like a beautiful like figure eight around the two of them just to like minimize damage as much as possible. Pop, crunch, pop, crunch. Your float, my lady. Actually, you really should just get your brother and get out of here. But hi, I'm Hannah Lore. I don't think we talked a lot. Hey, hey. What? I know. Okay, sorry. You're great. You're doing great now. Just, is there like a below deck? If I'm in the top hat right now, could she like go into the head or chest? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they, baby Jason acting as the big brother for the first time. You're a good boy. Grabs his older sister and just takes her below deck. You're a brave boy, Jason. And as they get below deck, though, you notice that Obsidian Sue hasn't been doing nothing. And you see an open palm lunge towards the face of the Tommy Funbuck float. And I need you to roll speed or int defense to pilot this thing successfully. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm trained in all tasks involving electrical machines. I'm going to use a thing of effort. I will just tell you, you have to get a 15 or higher. Come on, Sally. I got a 13, man. Um, I don't have anything. I got a 13. I take it on the chin, metaphorically and literally. <laughs> The view of the Tommy Funbuck float is just covered by glass. And you hear a whoosh as the hand takes the float and it slams it underneath the water. Ig, what are you going to do? Like a bully. Like a bully. That's what you are. You're bullying (laughs) me. You're giving me a swirly after I just say. So Sunny and Myra have been tossed from the ring of power, correct? Yeah. Ig thinks quickly, and again, not one for plans, but sometimes panic brings clarity. Uh, Megan, big brother, come with me, and Ig steps into the ring of power. You are surrounded by the data sphere, surrounded by unyielding, unending power. It's honestly a bit much. You can hear so many different voices, so many different patrons that all reach out to you. And a reminder of the way the Ring of Power works is it lets you stretch your abilities past how they normally would. So it's like using 2 XP, but without the auto succeed. And yeah, what are you going to do to attack? So here's the thing. The worry is that they reflect. Mm-hmm. So... Right now, it feels like regrouping and guarding is the best thing we can do. I brought two characters. I want Megan to make us invisible. Like, all of the people invisible. Yes. (gasps) Megan turns everyone invisible. Okay. I want Megan to make everyone invisible. I want Big Brother to put up as best a shield as he can. Dude. You are shielded. Dude. And then can I also bolster the shield with my resonance field? Yes. Describe how that looks. So most of Ig's abilities are fire. The resonance field is something just a little bit different. It's flashy. 
its swirling, fiery colors, and it blooms out from the ring of power to swirl through Vespari's glittering silver dome, whatever he makes it look like. And as well as they can, Ig is going to try to shield their companions. With four levels of assistance, give me a defense roll. I would like to put in two levels of effort. Or older one. You put up this shield. You have the team around you. You had the power of teamwork and some of the greatest nanos in all of the ninth world. But they aren't the greatest nano in the ninth world. And based on Lowell, Aegon, based on his perception, there's only one person who fits that role. The shield crumbles as if it was paper, as beams of lightning and power tear it asunder, throwing all of you aside. And as soon as Megan is out, everyone turns visible. And as one last action, it takes the shards and it slams Myra against the wall with one long grasp. And spiders, hundreds of them, start pouring out and climbing down because he isn't going to mess up this time. No! And we're so screwed. Ness, how do you take this all in? You don't have anyone to fight, but you can see this chaos happening. Uh, well, Ness can see everything, and Ray also asked him if he had seen Sarah, and he hasn't, but this helps him remember that he has a jetpack. So can I just hover above the spiders on the ground with my jetpack? Yeah. You hover above the spiders. You see the door of City Hall get ripped off. All of your friends in Power Stand Street just falling to the ground like flies. This giant Tommy Fumbuck float hits the ground, and down in the house, you can see just ferocious bits of imitation magic. And down, laying on the ground, just a few feet away from where you were, you see Sarah. And I need everyone to roll one more speed defense. But I don't care about the spiders this time. I need you to roll defense to survive against the obsidian monsters. We're all rolling this? Yep. Everyone except for Ness. That was a three! Fuck! A three! I got a two. Oh boy! Hello from the other side. Six? Man, this is, this is great. Jesus. Four. Yeah, it was fun while I lasted. <laughs> Ig, you aren't being attacked, but you can't do anything as the spiders crawl closer and closer to Myra. And even Sunny, who tries shooting off spells, are just getting them bounced back at her. Aerith, as you are lying there trying to get to everyone else, mobs start to raise up, but now this time there is one for each of you, each with their rapiers poised to attack. As you look up at this terrifying figure, Alex, it reaches down and grabs Joe on one side and Ayn on the other and gets ready to smash both of them into you. Hanalor, you see as the foot of Obsidian Sue rises and gets ready to slam down, destroying the barrier that's keeping the water out. And as Sue's foot goes down, something hits it and knocks it to the side. 
It's the strangest looking thing. It doesn't look like something that can physically exist. It's this weird shape that defies gravity, and the only description you can have of it is that you know it has three sides. And then more start to rain down, knocking into Obsidian Sue and pushing her backwards. You have no idea what this is, but Cubo, looking to the sky. Updating my systems. The left triangles are coming! Out of the sky, hundreds of thousands of triangles start raining down on Obsidian Sue. Alex, as you're about to get hit, you hear an, oh yeah! Oh, and the Kool-Aid man, who has been there the entire time, barrels into TJ. That's why you reserved the weird has been standing in the corner. Aerith. You hear the pounding of feet, but they sound different from the blood bombs, and they have a different chat. You just hear a regionals, 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 as a bunch of anines dressed up in athletic wear tear through the street, picking up shards of glass. They are followed by this weird coffin on legs that has a tent on top of it, the penny and pocket tent, which starts bounding down the street, throwing out miscellaneous ciphers, including one that will heal you for 15 points of health. But we aren't done. We aren't done by a long shot. Hanalore, as you're trying to get your bearings and lift yourself back up again, from the other side of Sue, who reaches down to you, you hear a and the Tyrannosaurus, the protector of Russell, a giant T-Rex chicken, emerges from the sea like motherfucking Godzilla ah! and holds <laughs> Sue in place on one side. Can I do the rock and roll hand sign on the float as a free action? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Down the street, one mauve remains right now above you, Aerith, and she starts to lift up her sword on you, but another creature emerges from the shards, as if emerging from a bog. And the bog witch, who we met once, just wraps herself around the mob and unwillingly drags it down into the deep, just whispering, Murderous hooligans. Goodness. Aerith was not prepared for this. Alex, TJ has been knocked back, but he's getting ready for another hit. And then out of nowhere, a brochure flies out knocks it on the chest, and a shield flies out of nowhere and knocks down TJ's legs. And you hear a character who I am going to request be voiced by Robert Jamie from Totalis Rankium <laughs> say, It is I, Stephen Rogers, assassin of a new America. I was summoned here by an Ellie Badge? Oh my god. And this man that no one has seen before, but the assassin pamphlet from Ruletia just grabs his steel and starts beating the ever-loving shit out of TJ. <laughs> Followed up by a series of little gummies bearing tiny kazoos and the little brand of Dr. Thistle's magical sound start climbing up and tearing off bits and pieces of TJ, removing his armor. Aerith, by this point, everything is barren. Most of the things are gone, but June isn't happy with that. And she yells, Steven, it's time. 
and you hear the revving of an RV as an RV piloted by an inanimate skeleton drives through, tearing up all but a few faint shards of glass. Love it. And finally, Ig, where you are, you don't need anyone else. Because while Aegon has sent against you who he thinks the most powerful nano in the world is, you actually have the most powerful nano on your side and her patron. And Myra just repeats, no, 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 not, not again, not again, never again. And she takes the spider attack and following what her image did, reflects it back on the professor who gets launched back in this explosion that reverberates through the air and you can feel the data sphere itself ripple with its effects. So much so that it ripples against the relay, which vibrates with its strength and explodes in a shattering of threads. And as each one passes you, you hear different voices and different sounds and different creatures flying out across all of the Wheel of Bobs. Alex, Hanalor, and Ness each take two XP. Arifanig, you don't need that because you and every other nano around you is now powered by the Ring of Power. Oh. Let's go. It is sobbing her eyes out. <laughs> just glad Arif has light back. He had to get you a healing cypress. Arif, you are down on the field. Everyone who has spiders still has them, but the spiders are a lot less powerful with the left triangles kind of forming an impromptu barrier, just blocking all of them. You've had a lot of weird stuff happen, but the weirdest thing is yet to happen. Because as you stand up, you can hear a voice just circling around you. Snake. What? Snake. Does she have a snake on her shoulder? (laughs) You look around and you don't see anything. You can't see me. Because I'm stratic life. I'm a sneak stratic life. And I'm here to be your patrons. And the sound fades, Arif, but you can feel this weird power snaking around your hands. And you stand up and you are able to take an action against the last obsidian mauve. Right. Yes, I have snake power in my hands. <laughs> the power of snakes. Essentially, you, you can take your abilities and you can supercharge them. Yeah, in this case, I just want to do an onslaught because that's my classic move. Can I make this a coordinated effort at the same time? Yeah. Okay, so my shadow is going to just morph into me and become one. (laughs) There's like a a sheen, not a sheen, but more of like a, a fog surrounding her that is her shadow as they work together to make a more powerful just physical beam come out of her arm that's like psychic energy manifested kind of Iron Man style, just puts the hand out. But also, like, with <laughs> darkness, you know what I mean? Because of your shell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. <laughs> so, the intertwining of those things. 
So you go to do your blast, but before you can, a hand raises in front of you and a quiet voice says, Wait a second. I and Everett's eyes stay focused on the shadow. I'm sorry. I, I, I kept wanting to talk to it, wanting to tell it that it was, it was nothing like her, that it didn't have her, her warmth and, and her care and, and love. And, and he blinks his eyes a few times, and this glassy black overcomes them. And he just points to a spot in the glass and says, Shoot there. That's where the strings are. And give me a roll. Let's go, it's all one. You have you have every advantage. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have XP? Do you have XP? Well you can't re-roll once, can you? Oh you can't re-roll once, darn it! <laughs> you can take one of my XP, I have three. Yeah, seriously, take one of mine. <laughs> but you can't re-roll Aerith, once. You blast with all of this power. And you put everything into it, but something just isn't working. And it's walking closer and closer. You don't know what you're doing wrong. You don't know what your onslaught is. Nope. But maybe you weren't the one who was supposed to take it out. And as Everett walks away, he stops for a second and says, You know what? Fuck it. And he grabs a ladle, swings around, and with a single hit, knocks down Obsidian Mob. Alex, you are on a weird fucking battlefield. A Kool-Aid man just came in and knocked down TJ. A bunch of little gummies bearing advertisements, and you've got them all plastered over your skin, started pasting things on there. And oddly enough, the big thing is the spiders. The spiders are gone, and without this facade, this facsimile, you see a little glimpse into who TJ actually was. Oh my god. A level one chump. Oh my god. This guy could be blown over with the faintest wind, but I don't think you have that in mind for him. How are you going to show this man real fear? Shoot him with a gun. Well, first of all, when she sees all of the Kool-Aid man and the gummies and everybody there, she'll just be like, I don't have the time to register your names or ask anything about you, but I will do this after this, so don't worry. Welcome to the team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah! (laughs) Yes, oh, yeah. She would scream more if she wasn't so tired with spiders. But then... I have this thing called Steely Gaze, where if I stare around at them, foes within immediate range of you lose their resolves and the difficulty of their next... Well, no, because it's an action. Never mind, because I was like, maybe I can do No, do do it. Give them a Steely Gaze. Terrify TJ. Scared to death. Making them run away or something. Like, turns out you were nothing after all for the Angelina Lexington squad. (laughs) Chump. And like, just start doing things like that. Yeah, give me give me a speech. So, well, first, give me a roll to succeed at your steely gaze. Okay. And even with your spiders, he's still level one. So you have to roll a three or better. Well, I rolled a one. So- oh my gosh! <laughs> Is everybody going to fail their final attacks? I'm going to love this if we all fail our <laughs> final attack. She's just so scared, man. Incredible! <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't her, but it is all of her other team just staring at him yeah. behind her. Yeah, and TJ looks at you, and the thing seems to almost laugh for a second and starts walking towards you. Alex takes a step back. But then next to you 
kind of walking really awkwardly is CK, who hasn't walked in a long time. Oh my god, I didn't realize he could walk. That's so scary. <laughs> he leans on you casually and says, Did you really think that we were only going to do one little speech? You have no idea what fear is. And through his mic, you hear the chanting of 50 different Laadrians. Oh my god. What? Including one that is just Cecilos with a purple mustache on. <laughs> Hell yeah. And behind all of them, Sexy Hopper Scotch's no. skin starts to change. And he just goes, After all, dude, you know the truth. And Sexy Hopper Scotch's form changes to just the image of regular Hopper Scotch. And Joe says, You know, we're the ones you need to be afraid of. And TJ bolts. <laughs> Hanalore, you are able to catch your bearings and you're able to get the vehicle back up and you can see Sue just being held there with the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Cool, man, cool. What do you want to do? Um, is using coaxing power a whole action? I boost the power function of a machine so that it operates one higher level than normal for one hour. Action to initiative. You can use your two XP to do that freely. Both of XP to do it freely? Yeah, both of your XP to do it freely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Push on coaxing power. Like, just like, connect into this giant float. And then I'm going to jump and just jackknife the obsidian Sue in the small of her knee so that she uh, is going to fall and the Tyrannosaurus chicken can do better work. Yeah. Give me a roll to hit. <sighs> can I put effort into this? Yes, you can. Okay, let's do let's just make fun, have have fun on the radio. I'm going to put two levels of effort into it just to be safe. <sighs> One, Fuck, it's one, a two. One. Oh, two. Two. Man, do oh I at least get tangled up in her legs? <laughs> this is this is the best. These are the best final moments I have ever seen. This is so great. It's like Kyle intending for the biggies to have the first moment, like the last moment of like shining glory, and the, all of the NPCs have to step in. This is so great. It would have felt weird not to give you roles. I figured they can at least get like a five or higher each yeah, time no. they won't just roll ones <laughs> nope yeah ones and twos. Yeah. i'm rolling all my other dice i'm rolling a three a two and a five <laughs> but if this was here's how the last be. one goes a one <laughs> fuck you kyle sorry i don't mean that Hanalore, you swing but you're not used to this vehicle so you swing and miss and it breaks out of the Tyrannosaurus and punches the side of your vehicle. And you swing again and you miss and Sue punches you again. But you start to hear this, this revving of a car. And you see in the distance, Jimmy Wynn's car driving towards you. You hear over the pin, what do you think you're doing there, Hanalore? Absolutely shitting the bed, Mr. Wynn. <laughs> Please bring us home. Of course you're shit in the bed, you're trying to do this alone! And what's the speedy speed boy motto? Alone with losers! And Jimmy raises up an L on his hands, and you hear all the other speedy speed boys, including Viv and Baby Jason from below, respond as Jimmy crosses those L's to make a W. And suddenly, out of the behind the Red Mary, 
you see just a fleet emerge of all the other Speedy Speedboy vehicles. And even the Red Mary, all of them driving towards it. And at the helm of the Red Mary, you see Captain Jebediah Ishmael. Just, and all of them ride towards Obsidian Sue, who is so distracted kicking your ass that they're able to drive up the side of Sue and Jimmy, letting go of his vehicle, jumps out with a giant fist and just slams her in the top of the head, causing a ripple that causes her to shatter. Ig, your scene is a bit different because the spell hasn't stopped yet. Myra, powered by Sunny, each of their eyes blazing, are just firing into this fake figure. And Myra says, Show me who you really are! And the professor starts to slip away, and the figure changes into the shape of this soldier in Angolan knight armor. And Sunny responds, Know who you really are! And the soldier starts to flit away and its fingers curl back and it turns into this skittering, frantic, spider-like shape. And they both repeat together, Know who you really are! And this glass soldier just starts furling apart, undoing itself and turning into nothingness. It just slams against the house, each plate filling the sides of Shock's house because the Apocrita in the end is nothing. It is, in its own way, a death. And so it is against all of the walls. And Ig, as you're taking this in and you're about to take your action, you're stopped by something. A weird pair of voices. Well, Din David, I thought we were done with this work, but I guess we still have some stuff we gotta do on this here weird physical plane. I don't know, Jeff. I think it's kind of fun to do these things once in a while. Yeah, I suppose. Hey, you! You over there. Do you have uh, money like a Stratic Life money that you can pay us? We don't need much. We don't get paid a lot anyway, so anything would do. Anything would be better than my salary. They're asking Egg. They're asking Egg. I don't have... Um... I don't have money, but... I really like you, and I can pay you in friendship. Is that okay? I had a really long day. Uh, well... Other than Jeff, I don't think I've ever had a true friend, so I will accept it. Yeah, you're telling me, then, David. Remember that last job we took, like, a week or so ago? Yeah, maybe. I, it was, it was uh, a lot of work to patch those memories together and whatnot. That wasn't from a friend. I wasn't working for a friend. That was working for a real nasty lady. I'll be nice working for someone nice for a change. So, uh, Din David and I are gonna get to work. Remember, if you like what we did here, leave a five-star review for Data Sphere Recovery Duo. Oh, and subscribe, too. That's important. <laughs> and Jeff and Din David, their hearty strength fills you, Ig, and you can make an action. And probably roll poorly. Come on. Isn't it gone, though? It is there. It is a shadow within the house itself. A shadow cast against the wall out of glass. Well, you know what the worst thing for shadows is? 
light. Ig is going to recall her Shroud of Flame, and with the help of Jeff and Din David, it is slightly more controlled than usual. <laughs> and I would like to create a flare of light to banish it. Banish yeah. it like magic. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Here's come my on, last man. Thing. Bring us home. Okay. Bring us home, Emily. I am going to spend three levels of effort. <laughs> Good choice. Great choice. <laughs> it wouldn't have helped me, but you could still do it. Ig will reach back and hold her big brother's hand again and squeeze it. Oh, 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 it wasn't good, but I rolled a 12. Okay, okay. Okay, did that do it? Yeah, that's better than a one. It's not a one. I did three levels. Okay. Vespari squeezes your hand back, and he looks to everyone else and says, Friends, have we got a performance for you tonight? The realest magic done by real nanos of the ninth world. On my left, I have the incredible Ignis Artiste of Astaria. And Vespari starts lifting up little pieces of silver glass, little reflective points on which your light can bounce and flare. And accompanying her as her assistant today, and he rises higher and higher, I am Vespari. And the light goes out, which hits all of these little silver things, which work almost as if they were prisms, turning this fierce bright light into rainbows everywhere. Just bright, harsh light, and it hits all of the pieces of glass, which almost seem to hiss back and fall back from the house. Hey, hey, big brother. You're great. Hello, and welcome to the announcement break for Quest Friends Episode 80, The Obsidian Cloud, Part 7. I am Kyle, your GM, and our intro and outro songs are Friends and Hitoshio, both by Miracle of Sound. Hey, do you like it when Hallie GMs? I like it when Hallie GMs, and honestly, I'd like to see more of it. Luckily, we'll have an opportunity to see and hear more of that, because Hallie will be participating in the Omniverse Chronicles, a bonus Twitch series from the actual play podcast, The Crit Show. Now, what does this mean exactly? This means that every Monday, starting this Monday, Labor Day, September 6th, Hallie will be running a campaign of afterlife wandering souls. This is a really cool system all about folks who have recently died trying to parse together the details of their lives in order to move into the afterlife, which Hallie is dressing up as a kind of murder mystery sleuth thing. You died under conditions you don't remember, and now you must figure out the circumstances of your death in order to move on. If this sounds interesting to you, Hallie will be running eight sessions on Mondays, again starting this upcoming Monday, from 7 to 10 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash thecritshow. And because that was a lot of words and numbers, just Hallie's running a game. It's going to be streamed. If you're interested in it, you can find all the details in the description. Down in the description, you will also find a link to our Twitch page, where, among other things, we are going to be streaming the final episode of Quest Friends Season 1, our Numenera campaign, as well as a Q&A session afterwards. 
The specific details of the time will be posted in a little update onto this feed, probably a few days before the finale releases. But if you want to block off your calendar, that finale episode and the stream will be on our four-year anniversary, Saturday, September 25th. And finally, if you'd like to submit a Q&A question for that stream, you can submit a question by filling out our end-of-campaign survey. This survey, in addition to it giving us just a whole lot of useful information, also has fields where you can enter the Q&A question, like I just mentioned, and you can enter your email address in order to get the first batch of episodes of Season 2 just a little bit early. So again, in short, Hallie's GMing games every Monday starting this Monday, link below. We're going to be having a stream of this campaign's final episode, which is two episodes out, on Saturday, September 25th. And then finally, if you'd like to submit a question for that survey or just want to provide us really useful information, our end of campaign survey can also be found below in the description. All right, that's all I've got for you today. We've got two episodes left in the campaign. And so while our final one will be releasing on the 25th, this campaign's penultimate episode will be releasing on Monday, September 13th. But if you'd like additional content before then, you can find stories, artwork, and behind-the-scenes insights at patreon.com slash questfriends. I'll see you there. Okay, Ness. Everyone else has fought or is about to fight their things. That leaves you. So what are you going to do? Last, I was flying down to Sarah. Okay. You fly down to Sarah, and what are you going to do when you get to her? Hey, 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 hey! You gotta get up! That's Lieutenant's orders! You get down and you start snapping in her face, right? Yep. As other people start running. Specifically, Zoe comes over, really worried, and Ray just starts slowly walking over, nervous. And then as you snap, you hear a... Ah! Ugh, so fucking loud! And Sarah turns up and glares at you. What the hell? Well, if you'd responded the first time, it wouldn't have to be so loud! He's, like, cupping his hands and, like, shouting even worse into her ear. Well, it's hard to do that one. Ugh! And she tries leaning on her elbow and just, like, kind of slumps back. When everything's broken! Sarah, not everything's broken. Well, I'm exaggerating, okay? Still hurts like hell, though. Ness will, like, if she's trying to, like, sit up, he'll offer one of his little arms for her to, like, hang on to. And she does that, and Ray picks up the other one. Well, things are going better than I I thought, so that's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At no point was I afraid during that, and it looks like everything is going exactly as I thought it would, which was rousing success. And Sarah nods. But Zoe, who has been standing nearby just clutching her hoverboard real nervously, says, But, uh, but some people still got hit by the spiders, right? Did they? Did anybody get bitten? Well, not everyone, but... And that's when Sarah suddenly goes, Wait, where's Chitters? Where's Chitters? Uh, 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 uh. Ness takes to the sky again. I assume Sarah falls because he forgets that he's supporting her and just, like, zooms up to get a better view. Yeah, and you can see Chitters laying on the ground a few dozen feet away. I scoop him up. I go there and I scoop him up. Scoop him up, and as you scoop him up, you just hear a faint... 
and his little hand grabs onto your finger. Hey, look, Jitters, I know that you're like a small bat thing, but you know, Shock was bitten by one of these, and he seems to be fine, and you are most definitely stronger than he is. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's fine. Like I said, rousing success. Every, everything's good under Lieutenant Ness. Chitter starts, his eyes start drooping a little bit. He is not taken by it yet, but his movement is a lot more stilted. And as you look out on the battlefield, you can see that the spiders are still there. People are banding together, people are fighting the constructs, but spiders are still going around, they're still biting people, and there are those who have been bitten so many times that we don't know how long they're gonna make it. Okay, 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 uh, do we, uh, uh, you know, I should have asked Jock to, like, leave some medicine or something, but I just assumed that we wouldn't... Does anybody, who, who, uh, does anybody have Neosporin, some medicine, band-aids? And as you look around, give me a roll to look for them. Twelve. Ness, as you're looking around, you don't find anything, but you hear a little piece of glass just tink at your feet. And as you look down, you see still glowing with light from the explosion, just the tiniest little shard of Red's blessing that was kept back with the generator. Hey, 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 this was, this was, this was, hey, Sarah, this was the part that was making the generator work, right? You run back with Chitters. Yeah, he's saying this as he's, like, jogging with Chitters. Who immediately just climbs up onto Sarah, who looks at him for a second. I'm so sorry, little guy. She looks at the other thing. Yes, yeah, that was part of Fred's blessing. Uh, so I, I know it's just a little piece, but sometimes little things can be good. Can we, uh, remake the barrier with this to get all the spiders out? <laughs> I've I've blown up a lot of things. I no no. There's uh there's no way we can fix that. I just and Sarah, what did I say every time you had destroyed something? I don't know. You always said like it was a way to to make something new. I guess, but could we make just a new smaller one? And Ray sitting there just kind of fills with her suit coat. But instead of fiddling with the button, she fiddles with the mauve and mako pen and says, Perhaps it may be best to just warn everyone with this. Send them a message. Ah, uh, a message. And Sarah looks at Red's blessing in one hand and looks at the pen in the other. A message. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh, Zoe, can you? Yes, yes, I, I absolutely can. And so he grabs the pin and grabs Red's blessing and emerges with some sort of weird contraption that shows the blessing and the pin inside of it. We could send a signal. We, we, we could send a signal to everybody and, and use this to turn everybody into the shield. Okay. You mean we could all beat that? That sounds like a good plan. I like personal shields. I don't know why it's not working though. And as she's talking, a few of the soldiers around you start to finally remerge themselves. A few of the soldiers and the treddy. And Zoe says, um, I, I think it needs, it needs time. It needs time to power up. How much? And Zoe gives you a time estimate that equals out to about five rounds. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. You! And he's pointing at Sarah, like, you're on support now! 
the rest of us, we can, we can, we can give this time to charge up. Ness is impulsive. He's ready. He's just, he's just ready to go again. And Sarah laughs. <laughs> Sorry, Lieutenant, but, uh, I think Cart said it was my turn next. And, uh, this whole place is going to be down on you as soon as they figure it out. And you can see more and more of the glass figures are rising, but each time it's another treddy. Two, three, four, five. And you notice that they're going to start blocking you off from everyone else, leaving you alone with the item. And Ray says, I will keep track of Sarah. Just keep that out of their hands as much as you can. I'm really good at keep away. Good, because, um... And Zoe, before she can be blocked off, walks right next to you and starts getting on her hoverboard. I haven't played before. And as the gate of Treddy's blocks off Sarah and Ray, Sarah just yells to Zoe. Zoe, remember what I told you? Right. No matter what happens, don't tell mom. (laughs) And... It's time to play Keep Away. You have five rounds to keep this away from the Treddy fleet as much as you can. You can fight them, you can run from them. Do what you think is best. I'm going to start off strong, and I'm going to ask, Hey, Zoe, how fast does this thing go? And then no matter what she answers, she'll be in the middle of answering or perhaps demonstrating how fast it can go. Ness holds onto the back and fires up his jetpack so that it goes even faster. Give me a roll. That's a one. Let's go! Five round, keep away! I can do this for five rounds! Yeah! You go to push on the back of Zoe's hover glider, but doing that accidentally causes both of you to spin out and fly out over the side of the cliff. Okay, okay, so this is actually what you shouldn't do. I'm teaching you how not to play the game because sometimes that's the most effective way to learn! Oh, okay! And as you fall down, so he says, I've got it. And she reaches down and steadies herself, but grabs you who are just dangling there. However, because of this, it's going to make it harder to defend against the Treddy fleet. I need you to roll speed defense. Five. The Treddy fleet bounds over the corner, dozens of them, and they start flying down and start just buffeting you, Ness, as you're being held by Zoe. And you are going to take eight points of damage. Ow! No! Ah! Okay, well, I'm back to zero and two pulls. Oh, what? Because I was fine. I had zero and two pulls, and then Kyle let us do the heal, and I got eight, so I split up the four between might and speed, so I was no longer debilitated. But now that I took eight more damage, I am once again debilitated. You are knocked down to debilitated, and your hand almost slips, but Zoe grabs onto it further, and a few strands of her hair reach down to her hand to also pull on. And she's just like, ouch, ouch, ouch. I guess I'll teach you how to play. Yeah, that'd be good. And as the Treddy fleet merges down at the bottom, Zoe flies straight up into the air. It's funny how tough of a time you're having with this nest, because... Running is the one thing you remember doing all of your life. Four rounds remain. Ness admittedly is used to running through crowded streets where it's easy to slip away unnoticed in the general hubbub. Flying away, being the only target, is a different experience for him, so he's not sure how to handle this one. But since they're flying straight up, well, I already emptied my knapsack into Treddy that first time. 
I mean, you can't do anything but crawl right now. You should probably heal yourself. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, I'm just gonna take a second to heal myself. I will use one of my XP to heal. So that's D6, hang on. I got a five, so that's another eight that I heal. So we're back to four in each, and I am off the damage track. You start flying higher and higher, and what do you do to heal yourself? How do you use the XP? Um, so as Ness is clambering into safer purchase on the hoverboard with Zoe's help, he is thinking of all the times Shock, like, explained robotic healing and how he fixed Ness, and Ness, like, half paid attention during those times, so he's he's really searching in his brain for, like, any incidental thing he remembers Shock saying, and one of them is like, oh, if you just, like, tighten that thing on your arm a certain way, that's your chakra. That heals your chakra. I don't know. It's robot chakra now. So um, he does that. And as the treadies fly up, I'm going to need you to roll a speed defense again. Okay. 19. The treadies this time start flying up as a fleet, but they're no longer interested in you. They don't think you're the threat. So instead they go directly trying to knock Zoe off of her hoverboard. No. How do you, using your speed, help prevent this from happening? I am hanging onto her legs at this point, which gives her a stronger stance on the board, and I'm gonna yell duck at one second so that she's still standing, but she can duck over a treddy that like flies over her, and Ness is just keeping her stable by holding onto her legs. The treddies try to hit Zoe, they try to get up and knock her over the side, but at your warning, she ducks immediately, letting go of you, but giving you enough time to get back on your hoverboard. And you think about how you spent all of your life running, and then the one time you failed, the one time you had that long con. Long con. You just happened to get picked up by some loser in blue robes. Do you know how long that took me to set up? Like, he ruined everything. I don't have the stamina to undertake a second long con. You have three rounds left. I would like to... I'm going to use encouragement again on Zoe specifically. I would like to make all of her defense tasks one step easier for her by just while all this about shock is running through his mind. It's going to be like, hey, you're doing great. You're real good at keep away, it turns out. Oh, thank you. I I, I wasn't sure, but um, ah! and she yelps as another fleet of Treddy tries to hit her. Give me a roll for speed defense for her. For Zoe? Okay. So we got an 11. Unfortunately, with your help, it doesn't work. She's too distracted by the speech and the treadies just pummel into her on the hoverboard. Oh no. Picking her up off of it and then dropping. Ah, uh, I respond by flying the board down to catch her. And as you're flying down, the weirdness of the entire situation hits you as you have two rounds left. Give me a roll to catch. I would like to spend one tier of effort. 20. How do you definitely pick her up? So jetpacks work much better if you're coming down than going just straight ahead. So I imagine that like as she falls, the hoverboard slows a little bit reaching its peak and then Ness like clambers more forward to get better purchase. He's laying down on it like you would on a boogie board. <laughs> and then he activates his jetpack to go down and then he does that cool like swoop thing where he's right under her. 
You reach down to grab her and she reaches up her hand and the rest of her hair is either blowing up by the wind, but it looks like it's also trying to reach out for you and gets closer and closer, feet away from the cliffside. And you grab her and swoop away one second beforehand. And on your way to the final round, it just hits you. You spent all your life not being able to count on anyone. Now everyone is counting on you. What do you do for your final round? For his final round, Ness is doing better than he would against the spiders, but he is still afraid. He doesn't like to admit to himself, but afraid right now, knowing that people are counting on him. He thinks of Shock climbing the gym rope, and he thinks of Hop confronting everything on the prodigious, and he thinks of Misha confronting their past, and he thinks of Ellie getting on the boat when she is afraid of water. And Ness's final movement is actually to stop the hoverboard, so that all the treadies racing after him at full speed just go straight past him. Alright, give me your final roll. I got six. Take six points of might damage. Ouch. Okay, so that's back to zero for two pulls for the third time. It always works out that way. The treadies hit you. And this time, Zoe isn't around to save you. And you get knocked back, and you can see the little shard of Red's blessing fly out of your grasp. And you have the choice to either grab it or jetpack yourself to safety. I grab it. I'm protecting that thing for as long as I can. You grab it and hold it close to your chest as you fall down, down, down. And Ness rolls down the cliffside for six points of additional damage. But as you hit the bottom, there's a light. At first you might think, oh, it's the heavenly lights, the pearly gates, that's it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm gone. Crossing the river, Jordan, here I go. But you start to see more lights and even more and you start to feel them. And around you, each of the citizens of the wheel and each of the people protecting them have this prismatic light that appears all around their skin. Up by Aerith, Don, Jesse, Everett, and everyone else starts to slowly recover. And the blood barms, which were pretty muted, start going, Alex, who had been leaning on CK's arm, doesn't need to lean so much anymore. Rock Ryan, he looks the same. He's a little bit upset about the light, honestly, all things considered. Hanalore, who had been drooping at the controls of the Tommy Funbuck mech, just recovers to a, a safe driving point. And Chitters, who had been faintly grabbing Sarah's hand with less and less strength, suddenly wraps his entire wing around her. You did it. You all are safe. But I lied earlier. Give me one more speed defense. I got six. Jesus. Every Treddy turns towards you. They weren't defeated. And there's no way Zoe can take those out on their own. So they turn around, and in a giant force, race towards you. Faster, faster, faster. What is the what is Ness thinking about? Last time, something akin to this happened to Ness. 
his last thoughts were, I have to get to shock, I have to get to shock, I have to get to shock, I have to get to shock. This time, I think they're, it's okay, shock, I'll get back to me. It's okay, shock, I'll get back to me. It's okay, shock, we'll get back to me. It's okay, shock, we'll get back to me. You repeat that in your mind, hoping, praying, as the Treddies get closer and closer. And... So many different shards of glass hit the ground at and beside you as all of the treadies suddenly disintegrate into their shards of glass. Around you, you can see all the other soldiers start crumpling and falling to the ground, and the spiders stop moving, and in the sky there is a silence as the left triangles move away, and the cloud itself stops raining and you don't know how the fight against the Apocrita will go but you know that they made it Ness will look up and go I knew it sense that seem that seem reasonable enough yeah so is so that happened before they all like tore ness apart yes you are alive okay so ness is ness is alive ness does not have to be refixed by shock okay no he does not need to be refixed i by was shock. just i mean he's, he's still debilitated <laughs> he might need a little repair no he's strong i am strong father we need to wait for hallie for this one great so if anyone needs to pee now is the time because we are moving into the end game of the episode so the last scene is literally us dying that when you say like, you'll know when your last scene is, it's like, oh yeah, that's when you actually die. Yeah. But then Ness probably will do something and then, oh, surprise, you're all fine. <laughs> no, I'm just pretty sure I'm going to drown in this big float. Sorry, Kyle, it's one roll. You don't have to roll. I don't have to roll? Everyone rolled. We all rolled. And, and he said, oh, yeah, let's wait for Hallie for this. Yeah, thank wait, you for coming back. Wait. <laughs> uh, catch, catch me up. We all failed our defense rolls. Every single one? And so you're here to hear us die. Yeah. I got a two. Yeah. I got a three. But yeah. I don't have to roll? Nope. Because you don't have cool. a construct fighting you. You don't have to roll to witness total destruction. <laughs> all right, good. Oh, thank God Cubo is spared. <laughs> Maybe Cubo can just share what personal dreams we had later. I think everyone should just remain calm. Everyone just calm down. Eris, <laughs> calm. Hallie, Hallie, lower your voice, for example, please. And Joper, who uh, looks even more muscular this time, but it's like... Imagine like that Spongebob episode where he has these like inflatable muscles and he keeps just like inflating them for them to be more and more like... They're inflating yeah. and deflating. He seems to be trying to do this to amp himself up, but is failing uh, and is in many ways looking more like the regular Hopper <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Absolutely diabolical. What the fuck? <laughs> and a voice says, God damn it, Charlie. <laughs> That's what he says. And I was like, what, what voice is, what character is that that like, Kyle has to say, God damn it, Charlie, to get into the voice? Like, I was like, what? Fucking the boy. Yeah, good boy. He marches in, sits down for two seconds, and leaves. That's boring in here. But I do have this. a question. Yeah. 
What happens if you burn spiders? They die. I have an action. Are you going to burn it out of rock, Ryan? It is under his skin. Permission granted. Permission granted. Okay. Cauterize the wound into my pin. Apocrita spider burn. That's fair. <laughs> you know, we're the ones who need to be afraid of. I just, I just imagine it's like that Toy Story part, like <laughs> so plain nice. Like at the end, it's just Hopper saying that line. Well, because at this point, hopefully Aegon is getting his ass fucking handed to him by Hopper Scotch in the sky. Hopefully. Otherwise this line will not, <laughs> will not work. No, I want it. I uh, I loosened it up for you. Can I say that uh, the Red Mary was pumping a uh, heart of glass, the Miley Cyrus version? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I slowly sink into the water, impotently lose. Like, oh, that's great, guys. <laughs> Desperately trying to read Tom's lips. I think he's upset that the house will probably get burnt down. <laughs> he seems to be saying, fuck you. All right, that is the last that we will see of the cookie crew. I just want to say uh, that that is one of the theories of how chemtrails works, is that they are reflecting <laughs> the sun's light back at the sun to cool the planet Earth. Oh, goodness. Hey, guys. I liked this. Yeah. Wow. This is a good time. I'm so happy with all your rules. <laughs> I can't believe. Perfect. Thanks.